Welcome to Radio Free Culture from WFMU, where we examine issues at the intersection of digital media and the arts. My name is Cheyenne Homan, and in this episode, we'll be talking with Vito Petrozelli, a member of the band Vitamin Pets, about a recent project in which they released stems for remixing before their album came out. The album is called Horse Helpers of the High Country, and the remix album is called The Refreshingly Hot House Porch. My name is Vito Petrozelli. My group is uh, Vitamin Pets. So tell me a little bit about Vitamin Pets. You know, it really began about 2009. Uh, I was recording electronic music under the name Yellow Chair. And um, some of my stuff got picked up by these people in Costa Rica. They wanted to make a compilation album. I wound up going down there, like in between college back then, and uh, met a whole bunch of people, played a show, made some contacts. And I said, man, if they're doing this, I can do this. I started, like, the wheels start turning in your head. So I like made a rock and roll solo project, also to teach myself how to record and use the computer and do all that kind of stuff. And I started making my own stuff. A lot of it is on the FMA now, like the original stuff that I created by myself in my, in my parents' basement and in various places, New Brunswick, New Jersey, Union City, New Jersey, all over New Jersey, really. And uh, I would make friends, you know, or like some of my old friends, they want to play a little show. We go here and there. But... Basically, what you hear now, this LP coming out, was from when I moved about two years ago down to Boone, North Carolina, to go to a, a master's program. And uh, I met, you know, actually through Craigslist, I put out a crazy post. I'm like, man, I got some recordings, and if anyone wants to play a show, I met my bass player, Eric, from Little Rock, Arkansas, and um, my drummer, Jake, he's from uh, Peoria, Illinois. We got to like playing and we spent a few months just like jamming on the tunes that I'd recorded in New Jersey and had on the FMA. We had a cabin in the middle of nowhere. We started recording out there. We played around Tennessee a little bit, but we, we decided to really not play too many live shows and just focus on recording. But hey, those guys are moving now. Who's moving to go to school again? My Eric's moving to DC and you know, it's me and my girlfriend here. So, uh, you know, Vitamin Pets is really just wherever I go and you know, me and your granny on the bongos type thing. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Um, and so when did Vitamin Pets kind of get involved with FMA? Uh, we had a tune Christmas song that just really, again, it's not like it's a platinum. I'm talking like I'm selling platinum here, but for like internet or like me terms, it blew up and people were putting it on, on videos and blogging it and everything. But that was, I would say 2010, probably 2011 really, putting stuff up there and then in the last year especially being more aware of what's going on on the fma and you know putting a nice picture on the fma or like putting b-sides and bringing them to the fma we had a song uh don't play chicken at that snake hill that like was on a hard drive from like four years ago that i had never touched i never even thought about doing anything with and i was like man, it's actually a good tune. It would be great on the FMA. Put on the FMA. Next thing you know, we got these kids in Portugal doing like lip syncing to it and like Liz Berg playing it on her show and all this stuff. So it's, it's, it's flattering. It's wild. It's crazy. And you know, that's when we, so we're, we're devotees of the FMA, I'd say <laughs> by now. You Excellent. Know, at this point. Yeah. More in our cult. Um, you know, you mentioned that you've got 
people in other countries lip syncing to your songs and you've uh-huh. got some radio airplay from from FMA. Like where are some other places that your work has ended up? I like the fashion bloggers. They do their like how to dye your hair, like what the cool makeup is for the month and then like your song is playing in the background. There was a paintball, no, like a airsoft rifle competition that I thought was like real marine dudes with guns. And me and my friends, we played, you know, the group we played uh and like this roadhouse in uh, in Tennessee, like this old country music roadhouse that had like six or seven, you know, regulars who go there. And it was one of those places you could smoke indoors, had no windows. And we'd be going there after recording and just like get a few and have a few cigarettes inside, do whatever. And um, we said to the guy, hey, you know, could we play a show here? They're like, hey, yeah, yeah, do what you want. We showed up. There was, again, six, seven people there. We started playing, like, our first song, and everybody just, like, cleared out because it was way too loud. But we recorded it on a little microphone, and I said, oh, we've been partying a little hard, so it was kind of hard to go, to go to sleep that night. So I said, oh, let me just, like, master everything real quick and then put it on FMA and see what happens. And, like, next thing you know, we had, again, there were six people there. Nobody wanted to see us, and they all left. We had, like, four or 5,000 downloads of that set. And one of the songs from that set, from a live show that we played in the middle of nowhere, wound up in this Italian airsoft rifle video where that looked like they were, like I said, soldiers shooting each other. And they got that song playing and you're like, what the hell? How the, you know, nobody heard this and, you know, nobody was there. But at the same time, 4,000 downloads on some weird videos. Again, like I said, airsoft rifles, um, skateboarding, surfing videos. Hell, one of the stems from... Uh, from the competition, just the guitar stem from the pre-mixes wound up in this like awesome surfboard video. And that was like, that was affirmation, if anything, that it was going to be a good album. Like, man, they're using the, they're using the guitar tracks from this, you know? So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm forgetting a lot of places because there's, you know, you just go on YouTube and you put vitamin pets and quotes and you'll find Christmas videos, especially with that Christmas song, uh, stuff with pets, like their dogs and everything. I saw it gets a little more topical to the name there but yeah <laughs> let's talk about this premix contest you wanted people from the fma just sort of like the public or like the fma community at large to mm-hmm. take these stem recordings and mash them together however they wanted <laughs> yes yeah, one of the things i've been studying up here is a lot like in terms of compositional practice with language or with writing i guess and uh this surrealist practice like the exquisite corpse and then people notice from like you know you fold the paper in half you draw some on that one half and if you give it to a friend they don't see the half you drew they draw the other half and then like you open the the page and it's like this weird creature or something you know like something you had no idea that you were going to make so like i said we've been very aware of what's been going on with the fma we're clearly a group that gets a lot of downloads on the fma so i was like man if people are invested on that end and i know the fma isn't necessarily like a casual listenership there's definitely casual listeners on there but it's like what i'll call active listenership they listen they produce they create things like the average fma user is not just gonna like take that mp3 and like it's gonna sit on their hard drive you know they're gonna do something whether use it in their work or whatever so i said man it would be cool if nobody knew what we were doing and there was that final you know exquisite corpse kind of rolling of the dice with it and see what popped out and i I was my expectations were blown away like it was totally exceeded about what actually happened yeah so let's talk about what happened oh Um, i have people writing me with like 
45 minutes to spare. Like, hey, if I still like, get it in. I'm like, dude, you better hurry up. <laughs> and I actually, I was, I have to have a confession. Like, I got two uh, submissions after the bell. But I think, you know, I consider myself kind of like a stickler for the rules. But I think I might be letting those two slide. Some things came through. Like, some people were definitely, and again, there's no, like, answer. There's no, like, code to to crack here. But most people were, like, all gravitating toward stems from a few different songs like two or three different songs that hit really hard in terms of like their stems being used as far as i could tell like some of them some of these uh premixes which i was totally blown away by was the fact that i couldn't even really spot like i could i could take a few things like oh yeah i get that or like oh i hear that and again i'm probably the one human on earth who's heard these stems thousands of times you know so so yeah, I would say there's definitely like the song Yeah Yeah Yeah, for instance, that's the sixth track on the LP. And uh the song Dream Sequence, that's the fourth track on the LP. They're very like dense and rich songs in terms of the stems or like the contents of it. But they're also, you know, I'm very proud of the two most proud of tunes that I've ever done. So uh, you know, they got hit hard. And that was like, again, a boost for my my spirits you know because i was like man people like the stems of that like there must must be a good tune i was validated by that i also wanted to know about the name of this album the refreshingly hothouse porch there's a fancy pants answer to that it's just an anagram of horse helpers of the high country so yeah so it's just re-scrambling the letters of horse helpers re-scrambling the songs and you get refreshingly hot house porch oh that's cool yeah i didn't i didn't know that do you think that you would do something like this again Absolutely. Absolutely. I think having this album on FMA is is like the best thing I can do with this album. The best way for it to get into places that I would never have gotten into on air, on YouTube, on Vimeo, on whatever. Um, so the more opportunities to work with FMA, the better. And frankly, I'm surprised. Like I, I searched for some of my favorite artists on FMA and their offerings are weak if not like non-existent so i don't know why you know i think it's just such a positive because you're just increasing your listenership the first person who bought our cassette was a guy named jim goodwin who heard christmas song because it was on the fma so he'd been following vitamin pets and he was the first person i made that that band site public before i was even ready to do it i was just trying to like get pictures on the site and i clicked the wrong thing next thing i know it says purchase i'm like who's this oh he heard the song from FMA. Look at that, you know. So, so yeah. Yeah. Is this the first time that you've released a pack of stuff for remixing? I've ne- yeah, I've never ever done this before. I've worked in electronic music, and even on that, I was just like, that's how I like cut my teeth doing that. So I never had the gall to really like ask people to remix anything that I did. I was more just trying to like see if it would actually work, you know. So now, like. Like I said, my the the percussionist and even he played some guitar. His name is Jake Jake Siri. He um had just did like such a phenomenal job because this was at his house. He like was drilling holes in floors so he can uh, drape wires down and you know installing various like crazy equipment machine things in there and fixing them. All stuff that I have no idea how to do. But he did all that and he produced it in such a like top shelf way that I was like, man, we can actually like the the essential building blocks of this are actually workable and have some sort of potential so we should totally because we were talking about i forget what group it was that were that released um like the paper like the sheet music to their songs before they released the album or like with the album 
something like that. And like those various, I'm not, I think there was like a Lucky Dragons album where they released it like way too fast or something, and you had to slow it down physically. So just like <laughs> that kind of, yeah, like that kind of interaction. And again, that interaction to me is like what FMA is about. That you're gonna have people who are gonna be interested enough, or at least you know tech savvy enough to go in there and splice and dice and screw around with things so i was like man you know we got good stuff here it's being produced well let's see what it could let's see what it does in the fma setting i can't think of any more questions do you have anything else that you want to add keep on keep on doing what you do because this ain't the last you heard from us we're gonna be back and we're gonna have a new challenge for all y'all um this was super fun it was really nice to talk to you today pleasure honor privilege and thank you for everything you've done cheyenne really appreciate it Absolutely. Yeah, I'm happy to do it. And uh, I'm sure that a lot of our listeners and participants are happy too that things like this exist for them to be creative. Absolutely. Radio Free Culture is produced by WFMU and the Free Music Archive. Our theme song this week is The Spider-Man's Nano Loop by Uncle Bibby and can be found at the Free Music Archive. You can listen to Horse Helpers of the High Country and the Refreshingly Hot House Porch at freemusicarchive.org. 